Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Today we are talking about the importance of self-love and also this great awakening process that is happening on our planet. We are all awakening and it's so good to gather together in a space like this where we can learn about how others are awakening. We're finding that sometimes it takes years to wake up in stages. And other times, people are waking up rapidly or having spontaneous experiences. My guest today has herself had a spontaneous experience of suddenly being able to speak light language. And then it moved into toning. And these are cosmic frequencies, templates. Uh, informational blueprints that are here to assist us in this time of a great shift. Joanne Palladino is here, and she channels beings of light known as Shemaya. We're going to hear about what Shemaya means, because Joanne says we are all Shemaya. Let's welcome Joanne Palladino to Quantum Conversations. Hi, Joanne. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Loren. It's a it's a blessing and, and truly honored to be with you and and the listeners that are live right now and those who will join us later. <clears throat> it's great. Yes, we are looking forward to the transmission today with as you tap into our group and Shemaya may have a message for us on a group level at this time. But first, let's talk about your experience of awakening. Share with us your story, how this happened. Did it happen over your life in a series of episodes? Was there a catalytic moment? And oh my goodness, you did suddenly begin speaking light language. So share that fascinating story. You know, it it was a little of um, everything that you uh, just shared, and 
Um, my first experience um, was in 97, so it's it's been taking place, you know, over the years. And at the time, I um, was in in corporate uh, in corporate office, and that was sort of my focus and how I measured, you know, success, if you will. Uh, and you know, gradually the body started feeling um, different, unusual, and it was really hard for me to pinpoint or explain the sensations that that I was feeling in the body. And it was over a period of time, uh, it did feel as if, you know, the rug was pulled out from under me and uh, the universe um, chose, you know, to shake me up, to to wake me up, <laughs> because at the time I was not into, you know, metaphysics or uh, had a spiritual practice or, you know, ate healthy and and things like that. It it was really a whole different way of life, um, and the process um, actually hit me hard where it. Uh, affected my whole being. So mentally, emotionally, physically, I was I was completely depleted. So I was out of work for uh, many months, actually. And um, I I worked for a um, uh, a national uh, healthcare uh, company. So I had access to you know, you know, many doctors and, and medical tests and things like that. And, and, and everything kept coming back that, oh, you're fine. But in the meantime, I couldn't function. I really, from, um, you know, running multiple departments, I had a hard time thinking, moving, eating, sleeping, um, really just, you know, existing. Um, and, uh, you know, looking back through the years, realizing that it was my my first awakening, and from that, I call it a, a descent, truly a, a descent where I was dismantled, or the life that I knew that was familiar, that was comfortable, that was known uh, to me, really, um, I, I was shedding my skin and my layers of what I thought uh, and felt was uh, was true. Um, so it did, um, mm-hmm. you know, again, touch me on all levels. And from that descent, the awakening began to happen um, where this is when my gifts started being revealed, uh, heat coming from my hands, my my sense of being an intuitive, um, and um, that began to happen gradually and take me sort of out of this uh, descent to my ascension. Um, and I um, did go back to work after being out of work for many months and realized that um, I, my soul wasn't supposed to be there anymore. Again, this wasn't an intellectual knowing, but more of a deep inner knowing that I couldn't be, you know, it wasn't um, 
um, for for me to stay in this sort of old uh, setting that that used to be that I used to feel very at home at. <laughs> Um, and so I did eventually leave uh, the corporate world because what was happening, I mean, I was head of many departments, and these departments supported uh, the sales efforts in the Northeast for this company. Um, but I used to go to meetings and leave the meetings, and truly nothing was sticking anymore. Like my, my intellect, I used to leave there going, now what am I supposed to do? So the soul, um, again, it, I, I didn't know this at the time. I didn't realize it at the time. My, my soul, the universe, was directing me to a life that was completely unexpected and not planned at all. So I did leave um, the corporate world, and um, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had, you know, it was, I was in sales and marketing, and um, I, I took about a half a year off uh, to, um, to just be, because that's really what um, was being called for me to do, is not do anything except to be still and awaken to open the heart. And the practice that really ignited that was yoga, um, where it became my spiritual practice. I started meditation. I started mm -hmm. investigating holistic um, uh, practices and um, eating organic food and literally – um, I felt my heart open and expand like it, like I had this bright light or sun shining, you know, from that center. Um, and uh, there was such such a beauty to it. Again, I was in the space of the unknown, and as I stayed there, I became more comfortable with it. And of course. You know, yes, I had trainings and, and things like that and went on retreats, and that just deepened um, sort of the, you know, the first awakening of I probably have had three or four uh, through the years. And, and the last one probably was maybe um, five or so years ago. And every time I go into these awakenings, they, they actually last a long time for me. Um, like a few years. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sort of down and out for a couple of years, but when I ascend from it, gifts begin to appear. Be gifts begin to come mm -hmm. through me. And, and one of those gifts was, you know, the language of light. Um, that everyone will experience Shemaya today in the group situation and those that are, you know, called to, um, to receive, you know, a personal um, uh, or ask a personal question and, and um, the, the light language will come through. So the light language, again, this, I had no idea what was going on and it came through spontaneously so this very high frequency coming through this dense body, again, once again, affected me, where um, I had difficulty 
functioning, um, where when the light language came through whenever it wanted to, it could have been in the middle of the evening, I could have been out shopping, I could be out to dinner. Um, it um, literally, like, froze my body uh, that um, when it completed coming through, like, I couldn't, I could not move the body. So it took a while for my form, again, to upgrade, again, to get rewired once again, to be able to um, uh, be with the you know, the language of light. So it has come in that stages is fascinating. and um mm-hmm. and 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 deepens um each time. So well what did you do? What did you think? Had you heard uh of this when you started speaking of it? Or did you just think that you were going crazy? You know, what would the ego mind do with that? Yeah, you know, um, with my first awakening and through the years, I've always had the sense of, yes, I'm going crazy. You know, like who else is experiencing this? But um, I've had the gift that I have been able to connect with others who were also speaking it or mentors or teachers that really helped me um, through this. The language of light was no different. Um, and of course, I wanted to know uh, what what was I saying, um, and it did sound like you know crazy if we want to use that word unusual. Um, and um, I felt the importance here, besides getting my body, um, uh, you know, up to resilience again to hold this energy. So you know, working with the physical form, the intellect was fighting it, saying, I, I want to know what I say. I'm, I want to know what I'm saying. So through <clears throat> being with that, what was shown was, and again, this was when I was sitting in silence and also through a mentor, it wasn't about um, or the importance about what was being said, but more about it is the transmission that is coming through me and being extended with the frequency and the vibrations of what I call, you know, energy words or, or tones or sounds. Um, and once I heard that, it allowed me to um, relax because I wasn't attached to needing to know and once again, it was about trusting and surrendering to the not knowing or the mystery of it, because it, it was completely a mystery to me, because I've never heard of light language or heard anyone speak it. And one of the mm-hmm. words that came through was Shemaya. You know, I speaking these energy words and Shemaya came through and then um, I was told um, that um, Shemaya is actually a word. And when I heard that, I was, I was like, how, you know, how cool is that? <laughs> actually saying a word that I, you know, I don't know, understand, or the origin of the word. So Shemaya, come to find out, is an ancient, it's ancient word. It's thousands and thousands of years old. It's an Aramaic word 
And the Shem part of Shemaya, the Shem part, means light or cosmos or universe, divine. Maya means that light or universe, cosmos, God, is in everything, everyone, and in every word. So when I heard that, my soul heard it, and and the, the tears just spontaneously flowed through me because there um, was an inner knowing, a deeper knowing of who I truly was, that I was tapping into the cosmos, the infinite, and it was coming through me actually to support the awakening of the planet and those on it during this time. So this, these were the messages that were coming through. So again, mm-hmm. it was a level of trust. And when I heard, you know, the, the meaning of Shemaya, because, you know, we could call it like an illumined presence, you know, or, or a voice or the energy that is the, vibration or the frequency of the truth of our creator, God, divine, source, energy. Again, whatever you want to call um, this, this mystery. And it, and it was about the energetic resonance of the tones or words that I'm speaking that is attuning those receiving it. So it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, you know, how, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to ask about how you work with those frequency. I guess it's the the universal mind, almost the all that is that's coming through those frequencies, and those know where to go in someone's field when you work with your clients. How yes. do you use them in that way? Or uh, yeah. do you just allow them to come forth and then maybe your mind picks up on what is going on, like what what is being uh, transmitted because of the, the moment in that now moment? Yeah. And it is, very, it is all about the now, you know. And people ask me, can you repeat that? And I sort of chuckle and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> when it comes through, it comes through. No. Yeah. So, you know, whether I'm working with someone one-on-one who's in front of me or in a group or a situation like today, because I do, you know, sessions over the phone, distance sessions, I, um, I, I sit quiet. I am quiet. So it's, it, the, the intellect or the ego is put aside. This has nothing to do with me thinking about it, but more feeling in and trusting. So I am able to mm-hmm. tap into um, the person or the group. And my process is that I feel first, 
then I see, and then I hear. So it's sort of, it unfolds that way. And um, I actually feel Shemaya, uh, this divine presence, the cosmic presence, I actually feel its presence as um, it's coming in. And it usually comes in through my right side. And, um, and through the years where it was so difficult to be with this presence because of my body getting used to it, through the years, I am now able, I call it like we dance together in grace. So it's not spontaneous anymore, but it's appropriate. It comes through when it's appropriate. <clears throat> so um, I'm sort of in that zone, and even though I'm channeling, I'm still present in this um, dimension and then others at the same time. So some channels sort of check out completely but I'm able to move back and forth, you know, and be present if someone, if I'm channeling and someone asks a question, I'm able to be with that question, you know, as well. And what comes mm -hmm. through is, uh, and I just want to say this, because Shamai and I have been dancing gracefully together for a while now, I am able to interpret the purpose or the meaning behind what's coming through the transmission. Not 100% of the time, but I will know if it's for a specific part of the body, if it is a wake-up call for the person, if it's a blessing, if it's a conversation, if it's a specific clearing, you know, so I do have a sense, like this intuitive sense of like, oh, this is all about, and, you know, and I'll share it with them. And at times, I, it, it, that doesn't come through. So, again, it, it's um, more about um, what is needed for this person at that time. And it's actually waking them up. It's turning... Um, their self-love on, if you will. It's clearing blockages. It's helping them to remember, you know, um, and, and uh, remember of where they truly came from or that they are a, an expression of God, you know, or the creator. And at times as well, because this is, goes in various levels and stages, that when I'm speaking, I, I'm also seeing <clears throat> uh, tones, if you will, or codes that are coming out. Um, and when that happens, I feel like then, then it's kicking up yet another notch. The frequency and, and the attunement is, is even higher for that, you know, particular person. Um, and then sometimes there's just tones that, you know, come out. Um, and, and if the um, uh, codes are coming out, you know, again, I will let the person know. It might be, you know, directly for the throat center or, you know, another aspect um, mm -hmm. of themselves. But primarily the purpose here is for souls to awaken, to truly 
realize and embody complete and unconditional love and self-acceptance and um, sort of shake out of um, the three-dimensional way of thinking or the habitual patterns that have suppressed our truth for so long. It's, it's you know, really the awakening of, of love and, and, and really the love that I speak of is that, you know, of that state of being that permeates all of us, everything, everyone. Yeah. And boy, are we feeling it even more these days. And yes. if we allow for it, we certainly can feel it expand. And, uh, you know, we're going to experience a group session with you um, and I know that so many are really ready to love themselves like no one else can. We do talk a lot about that. And that yeah. is essential to this awakening process, as we all know. So beautiful. Well, then let's dance together in grace and have you feel into our audience. I love how you get still and silent. And I know that in these past few months, perhaps the audience has graduated from any external worry and chaos that we might see and really anchoring in within themselves, in the heart, into a state of awareness that we do create our reality around us. Yeah. Now, I'd also like to share there's a comment coming in. Karen says, how do you cut off that nasty ego voice? So perhaps <laughs> that's one aspect that you can address as well in this group session. And also, Kim says that Shemaya is such a beautiful sound. Is there a message that Shemaya has for me and for all of us to love ourselves more? Yes. Okay. So before um, uh, I went live with all of you, I uh, was still to see what came through. And uh, and now I feel Shemaya. Shemaya wasn't here as we were first speaking, but um, the presence is here. And the um, what will come through uh, in in just a moment here is about, you know, Lauren, you were speaking about the anchoring. So this is very direct. This isn't soft and sweet, but this is very direct. This is empowering that anchoring. This is about your light. You igniting that light within yourself and extending that to others. So when you receive the transmissions, I just want to share this with you. Do not be in your head to try to figure out what's being said and transmitted, the transmission that's coming through, but more feeling into it, letting it wash over you. Empowering that light within you. 
call. This is going to the heart center now. first open up the heart now the expansiveness in that and again I'm working with you all energetically as well besides the transmissions coming through so expanding into what you just received beyond the body but embodying it so you are it you are this essence of Shemaya, the cosmic mystery. Okay, so I'm just going to move up here. And it is about the third eye. So, matatoi, merakadatai, naratoi, shimaratoi, lolomenuto. Okay, codes are coming through here. Katsumaratoi, maratoi, maratoi, shimaratoi, 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 here is to be grounded or anchored in the expansiveness that you are part of, that you are significant for the greater good or the awakening or the realization of love in form. So So this is a teaching, and this teaching, it doesn't mean you need to understand what is coming through, but the feeling of the teaching. Ma somato maisomato konomayashaname. This is for all of humanity. Samaka, Sumeto, Shumayanoto, Shumanoto, Lamaikan, 
Shime to lo me to shima no ba to shiniti. Kololo me ti kwai shimai. Sha ti tine to shima no tololo me te te kai shini ita atai shata. Ti sha ta marati ki kyanadalai manadoto no no manadi shai manatai no koti nechi. Okay. Yeah, so allowing that to settle in and Ren, if you have a question or if anyone has a question, I could actually <laughs> it's interesting and it's like we could probably sit here in stillness. <laughs> Not that we will, but um that's what I'm actually feeling. I don't know if anyone else is and uh, what what they experienced and um yeah. mm. yes that would be wonderful for our audience to share anything that they've experienced there it's the sharing that really helps each of us understand more within ourselves what's going on so I'll share it was very powerful the sounds were like a vibration through my torso. Yes. Really anchoring in through the heart. I mean, it was definitely in the heart chakra as well and very liberating and empowering. And I feel refreshed and exuberant, actually. Uh, No worries whatsoever. So I really think that that uh, assisted in the ego taking a back seat as well. Ah, let's go and check in with our audience as well while we uh, wait for some comments to come in. Ah, Here we have a a question from Sandy. Mm, Go ahead. Is Sandy there? Did you want to say? Did you want to say anything? Joanne, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no. I didn't know. Was Sandy going to ask the question or? Uh, Sandy's message is coming over our Q&A box. Okay. So here's the the question. I'm wondering if your light language can help me to release the empathic sensitivity that I have and the unbearable setup my human system seems to have to pick up and clear negative energy and the pain that is on this planet. Thank yes. you. I feel life is getting too much, and I'm not sure I can handle being in the body anymore. I've tried yes. everything to move beyond these old patterns. Yes, yes. So, oh, Sandy, you're not alone, my dear. Um, and this can mm-hmm. also address Karen's uh, question as well. So those of you and um, and probably the majority, if not all, are empath sensitive, feeling um, what is um, the 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 pain and suffering that um, is all around us. <clears throat> so a, a a a key piece here is, and I could actually do this with Santi, and it will um, touch everyone that's listening. 
the first piece that is critical, I feel, essential, um, especially if you are an empath and um, you're, you know, sort of open and vulnerable, you're not only your body but your auric field, is to place um, a, a shield um, around you, an energetic shield, a protection, a barrier, if you will, um, that <clears throat> will help not take on the pain and suffering that you are so sensitive to. Because if you keep yourself wide open like that, what it's going to do is just deplete you and you function with, um, uh, you're always low, you know, energetically you're always low. The battery never can recharge or charge at all. So, Sandy, let me do this for you and, um, uh, and, and, and all of those that are listening and just be really mindful of your posture. If you're sitting that your, you know, shoulders are back, your, your heart and throat are, you know, open so you could lift your chin just um, uh, slightly here. <clears throat> and first what I'm going to do is clear the auric field. Okay, so nice deep breath, nice deep breath. And as you're receiving this, if you need to move a little bit, feel free to do that. Like, you know, sort of when a dog goes in the water and they come out of the water and they shake their their body to get the water off, you could actually do that, that you're just releasing <clears throat> what's been stuck inside. And Sandy, I actually feel... Uh, entities in your aura as well. So marate, mamara koshimarade, marado, yimarade, shimano, yimarado, yimarade, shkano, yimarada. So Sandy, you stand strong here. This is not about weakness, but really enlivening your courage here, really stepping up, <clears throat> being very clear that you no longer want these entities around. Okay, nice deep breath, nice deep breath. Breathing in, releasing. Okay. And now I'm going to place a shield. Now, what is being called for you, actually, is an angelic shield. So I don't know if you're very connected to the angelic world, if you... Um, speak with your angels, um, but they can be your guardians even, that they are going to shield all around you. This is above, below, both sides, front and back. So they're actually putting this beautiful angelic shield around you. Okay, 
again, nice deep breath. Welcome the angelic realm in. Greet them with a smile. So they will protect you, your body, your aura. And those that are very sensitive to seeing the pain, this is not about taking it on. This is where your light comes in. This is really important here as well. That you stand in your light and you extend light to the pain and the suffering. Sending blessings, sending grace. That will raise not only your frequency, but those receiving it and who you are extending it to. So, mana nea shumano no no mikaisanae, mana kashoi manoi pepakaio samana beoto makoi minoto shuma. Kiana na kishama kana naditi shinae. Okay. Okay, blessings to you, Sandy. Beautiful. Mm. Well, we could all feel into that as well. I have a quick question. All right, so you are very intuitive. It's almost like you're clairvoyant as you can see into the field of who is in front of you, the energy of the beings that you are working with or yes. working on, the, the human being. So when you saw the entities in the aura, I recall at first, if someone is new to this concept, that could be a bit creepy. Um, but can you speak a little bit about how maybe it's not so creepy? What are those entities? They could be thought forms or yes. more. Yes. And yep. how we can use, um, how self-love plays a role in this and, and truly fortifies us. Yes. So the entities that I actually um, saw in Sandy's aura, um, it they were more like, oh, here's somebody we could hang on to and make a home with. <laughs> so I didn't feel they were threatening, but more of um, um, sort of uh, ha- being housed in your aura, and it makes you, made her feel weak, depleted, and that's where the um, the supportive barrier or uh, energy field around you will keep them out and make her much stronger. And yes, when we leave ourselves open and vulnerable, there could be, like you were saying, Lauren, the, you know, thoughts get caught in there, the electromagnetic fields get caught in there. Energies get caught in there. People's emotions get, you're like an, a sponge. You're really a sponge. So um, this is to really support uh, keeping your energetic field um, strong and anchored and not leave yourself open and vulnerable for anyone or anything to sort of latch on to um, your space. You know, you could call it your own, you know, your own space. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so speaking 
about, you know, self-love. My goodness, you know, I know when I grew up, um, I was not taught about that at all. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't in any kind of conversation. Um, and no, um, through exactly. through the yeah, and through the years. Um, you know, again, we're always giving, we're always extending um, out to others, and we forget about ourselves. And it was all about, well, that's a selfish act. And I say that is nonsense, but it is more an act of self-love. And to begin to be resilient for yourself first. Again, this isn't about um, selfish or loving others any less, but actually giving to yourself what you have been extending out probably most of, most of our lives, most of our lives. So a big piece mm-hmm. here is to make a commitment to yourself that you are not only want to change, but you're willing (laughs) to do what it takes to change. I've been calling it devotion, like being devoted to oneself. We tend to be devoted to things that don't support us, you know. That's the old three-dimensional way of looking at things. So I'm asking and inviting here to bridge it, to be devoted to yourself, to lift yourself up. There's this great cartoon that in one, the first, you know, part of the cartoon, there's somebody talking to a crowd and they go, you know, he's saying, who wants change? And everybody raises their hand. Mm -hmm. And then the next says, he says, who wants to change? And nobody raises their hand. (laughs) So we we talk about, you know, so so when I work with people, they go, I want to change, I want to do this, beautiful. And, I, and this is a question for self-inquiry, and this is part of the package too because there's a 30-plus page journal with self-inquiry questions. And one of them is, what is your commitment to yourself to actually change? From zero being I don't care at all to 10, which is you're all in a 1,000%. And to be honest with yourself, what are you willing to do to make a complete commitment to your grandness, your worthiness, to your gifts, to your well-being. And whatever that number is, whether it's a four, a seven, a two, an eight, whatever it is, not to criticize where you are. That's another way of starting to change to fully self-loving you to say, okay, I'm at a four. All right. So be at ease with four. Mm -hmm. 
and not criticize that you're only at a four or I should be better or how come I'm not quicker. And, and that tends to deplete you. But being at peace exactly where you are is a step towards self-love, not feeling it should be or you should be any different. You're not resisting it. You're not pushing up against it. Because the more you resist what you don't want, you know, the old saying is what you resist persists. So what I'll just guide here is instead of resisting and pushing up against it, being more of an observer of it and allowing it, which it loses its charge, if that makes sense to you. It sort of loses its charge. Like, I shouldn't be angry. Well, we get angry. That's okay. And how do, how do you want to express that anger? Do you want to say things that will hurt someone? or actually be with the anger and express it mindfully through journaling, through sound, through movement, through speaking your truth in a mindful way. You know, so there's all of these um ways that you can begin or deepen and you know I'm sure some of you may be doing this already or or just starting out that we could always deepen being kind to ourselves being very aware of what we communicate which is another aspect of the self love what do you want to communicate to yourself? Just ask that question. What do, you want to, what do I want to communicate to me? Do I want to communicate that I'm not worthy anymore? No. Do I want to communicate that I am worthy? That's self-love. And not only what you want to communicate mm-hmm. to yourself, but what do you want to communicate to others? It's like if we, you know, look at like everything is energy. You know, we know this, that the thoughts are energy, our words, our actions. Our body hears that energy, holds on to it, it remembers it. So if you just think of a thought or say something, it's like you're dropping a pebble into your consciousness pond. It's like an energetic pond, kerplunk. I'm not worthy, kerplunk. So that thought or speaking that to yourself goes through the body and holds on to it, and then it extends out, and then it comes back to you. But if you begin to shift from I'm not worthy to I am worthy, higher frequency, self-love, self-respect, that too will energetically flow through the body, extend out, and come back. So what that means is you need to be in the present moment. That's self-love. If you're living 
in the past or the future, you're truly not engaging in what's going on in every single moment. By being present, by engaging in that moment, gives you an opportunity to truly (laughs) choose what to do in the next moment, which then creates the next one and the next one. It's the waterfall. You know, it's that beautiful waterfall effect. I teach about the pause. And it helps you live more in, you know, in the moment. And I feel it's it's an invaluable for you to really support the commitment and the change that probably all of us want to be, you know, fully in love with ourselves, no longer criticize ourselves. And the pause, why I feel it's invaluable, it allows you to sort of stop just for that moment before you habitually, you know, react or say something or say yes when you really want to say no. That pause gives you that, gives you that breath and allows you to do self-inquiry of like, what what do I really want to communicate here? Or do I really want to say yes? Notice how you feel. Does your body contract? Does it relax? Because the body, the body is communicating to you. And in that pause, you'll be able to listen to your body and be truthful to what you really want or need. Again, this is not about selfish. This is about self-care and self-love. The pause gives you a freedom. The pause gives you opportunities. The pause allows you to be in your truth. The pause allows you to create your life in a different way, in a different mindset. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the pause, you could always tell the person that you always said yes to, and when you say yes, you get really upset with yourself and you start beating yourself up. But the next time that person asks you something, instead of saying yes, just pause. And, you know, you could say, you know, let me, let me check my schedule. Let me, let me get back to you tomorrow. It gives you an opportunity to speak the truth to how to nourish yourself and live life in a more fulfilling, self-loving way than a depleting way. And again, I want to say this isn't about that you love that person less or that you really don't want to help them. It's not about that. It's allowing you to live from a place of what is really going to serve you to stay anchored in your love, to feel expanded in that love, to not be depleted, 
to be resilient and allow you to extend your gifts to the world of whatever that is. That you're not running on low anymore or an empty battery. And the pause, it allows you to be the observer. You know, you're sort of stepping back and looking and observing what's going on in your life to say, you know, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Because every time I do that, I get sick. Or I don't Mm. think I'm going to, you know, um, go to that party because it's just, you know, I just, I, I really love them, but I'm just not into what they're doing anymore. So the observer, you know, your sight begins to expand like 360 instead of, you know, like a blinded horse of how we've been, you know, plowing through life because this is what we're, you know, supposed to do. And then the pause brings you to the observer, which allows you to choose again. You're always choosing again. That really takes back our power. Yes, it, it does. It's very, imp- it very empowering. Our energy. Mm-hmm. Very empowering. Well, your teachings in your special offer go deeper into clearing the path for self-love. I want to give our audience, we can, I think we've got time for one, maybe two callers. Can you talk first more about your special offer because it includes your teachings and also a personal session with you. Yeah, so so the package is called Clear Your Path to Self-Love. And it does include um, seven videos. It includes an audio about the sacred breath and a 30-plus page journal that provides self-inquiry questions. So I'm just going to touch on the videos. And it's allowing the foundation for self-love, and it helps deepen it. And we talked about this a little earlier on. The first one is to clear your auric debris. If you're walking around every day without any kind of protective shield, you're going to constantly feel tired, depressed, fearful, angry because you're leaving yourself open. The second one, it's about quieting the mental chatter. And this sort of all falls into place here. So if your mind is busy with creating the future or wasting time excuse me, living in the past, it really doesn't allow you to have a clear mind so you could fully engage in the present moment where your life is happening. The next one is releasing emotional suppression. We tend not to want to feel. (laughs) And that, as human beings, we do. So this is to help you honor and realize the emotions or the feelings that you're pushing away, that you're afraid to go there, which is really, again, holding you back from embracing your full humanness. 
Now, all of these, the auric field, the mental chatter, the emotional suppression, affects the physical body. So the next video is to help you remove the physical blockages. Your, your form is the messenger. It hears what you're thinking and what you're speaking. It remembers it. It holds on to it. It's also holding on to karmic memory as well. So this is to help release it so there is a free flow of energetic vibrance that runs through the body, providing a lot of energy. The next one is to support the shift in the spiritual disconnection. When we feel depressed, angry, we tend to forget about our true self, that we are formed, created by God or love. We are an expression of the creator. So this is helping you to realize that you live in the world, but you are not of the world. So each of these videos, there are teaching, guidance, and transmissions from Shemaya, the beings of light. And to work with these um, videos, there is a journal that I put together that gives you instructions on how to use the video to really um, allow the cleansing to take place and how long you do this for. 21 questions that's about self-inquiry and how you answer these questions when you begin to listen to these clearings and how you answer them on day 10 or 20. You're going to begin to feel a shift not only in your body, but how you think and how you begin to answer these. So you're going to begin to experience the shift. I also provide mindfulness tools um, in this instruction book and, and definitions. So that is package one, which is also included in package two. And two, the addition is excuse me, a one-on-one -on -one hour session with me that you can um, take an opportunity of where your challenges are, your realizations, um, similar to, to what Sandy was sharing about, you know, being an empath and feeling, um, you know, sort of the, the turmoil that's going on in, in this world. And at the same time, there's lots of beauty going on in this world. And again, I will just connect with your energy. The transmissions will come through. Guidance will come through. And you will walk away in that session with tools specifically for you to use to begin to strengthen the path to self-love. Beautiful. Well, thank you for bringing forth this beautiful body of work and for working with your clients in the personal sessions. That is available on the special offer button on this webpage. And we have time for one caller this evening. Let's go up to 
Fort Collins, Colorado, and it's Barbara. Hi. Oh, hello, Loren, and thank you so much, Joanne. This is this is the perfect topic <laughs> um, and call and everything you've been saying. Um, so I've been probably in the most intense way, uh, finally addressing this self-love concept, <laughs> which I'm sure mm-hmm. for all of us has been probably the most difficult one. Um, and I, I, I just feel when I am in that self-love and allow the love to download into my being, uh, it, it just feels like love nectar. It feels like God. Yeah. It, it feels like it, it's so freeing, and, and it's what I've yearned for for so long. Um, and, you know, you go in and out. I, I did what you said. The most important thing, I took such a big leap, and I just came back from for the first time in so long, if ever, um, the, I found out about a retreat uh, that it, the minute I found, I heard about it and heard this person speaking about it, my guides, my heart just and soul just went, go, just go. It is your time. You're ready. Go. And and it was just, I just knew I had to do it, and yet I had to deal with my ego going, what do you think you're doing? You can't afford that. You're not going to be mm-hmm. And it was like my... Soul and heart just went, no, that is just let it go. So I went and did that. So I came back to, it's almost like, oh, I mean, it was life-changing, and it just freed Mm. me so much. And I'm just so ready to embrace this and everything. Um, But what I came back to was, once again, my rent due, (laughs) which brings this fear button of survival and oh my God and and um, and so I want to just say to you and ask I, I'm just so done with that with with fearing my survival here with fear about just struggle um, constriction being isolated I mean I opened up and met my people my my tribe there finally and and do you know what I'm asking Mm-hmm. Okay so. Um, well, let, let me see if I'm clear on what you're asking. So it's really how to, how to be with fear in a different way. Could, how to do release it. How to not, how to not it. give it, have it, have any influence anymore. Because okay. I, I'm just so so done with it. It's not. It, I'm so ready to be in the fullness of my divine love being. So. <clears throat> So actually, you know what, like what you're sharing is like, I'm so ready. Yes. And, and allow that truth to speak louder than the fear. It's like mm-hmm. the soul begins to speak louder than the egoic thoughts. Yeah. And if you're in that um, um, state of love, and when, when I say love, it's like it's, it, it, it transcends all things. It's just, it's never fearful. I mean, if, if we're truly in that that state of love, it's it's never fearful, and it embraces all things, allows all things, and trusts all things. So, if that's true about love, then love your fear, because <laughs> love transcends all things, and it allows all things. So it's not about 
fighting the fear anymore, mm-hmm. but being with it in love so we could say um, a high frequency to a dense frequency, and the high frequency just overtakes the dense frequency, which we're calling fear. Mm-hmm. It dissolves it. And the pause that I was speaking about, like mm-hmm. when fear comes up, notice where it is in your body. Just pay attention. Like where, because I actually see it in your heart, in your gut when I'm speaking to you. That's where yep. your fear sort of like hangs out. That you just, you know, when you pause, instead of, you know, becoming the fear, um, be with the fear in the pause where you actually hold the parts of your body where mm-hmm. you're feeling the fearful sensations. Mm-hmm. Taking in nice, mindful breaths. So as you breathe in, you're filling up the contracted areas that are holding the fear. You're filling the contracted areas as you breathe in with love. So you're actually expanding the contracted area that it's no longer tight anymore, but it begins to release, and you're doing it with love and the breath at the same time. And as you breathe out, you release it out to the cosmos. Yes, I've been actually doing that. Yeah, to surrender. Well, if I could ask... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you could look at fear as a little child. It's like your inner child. And it's a little child. So if you saw a little child when you're walking on the street, in the corner, crying, scared, runny nose, dirty clothes... Would you walk by it? No, you would go over, pick it up, and give it love. So if you could be with your fear as an inner child or a child just needing care, it will lose its charge. You will, it's, it's actually self-healing is what mm-hmm. you would be doing. Yes, I've been doing that in many ways. What I will say, Beautiful. I just that's the last thing, it was Maya or what, from you, because um, I've started with some light language is coming out. Um, what yes. I've happening is my I, with my precious dog, who's my heart. Her name is Angel. She is my <laughs> angel. Um, and I live alone, and I've been very so isolated, and you know, just feeling alone. But I'm not going to be into that anymore. But um, I lay with her every night, and this. Song, music, and sign language. It, it, it just comes out. And, mm-hmm. and we just snuggle and love. And so that's happening. So I guess my bottom line is, do you sense, like, am I really, really on the verge of where I've been hoping to be going now? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, <clears throat> um like when you're sharing, what I hear is like there's an underlying questioning. If you're ready, if you're worthy, is it time? So be very conscious that, of course, that is the egoic self that's afraid, that doesn't really know what that means to be fully in love. You know, I'm here and I'm really comfortable and I don't know if I really want to do that, you know. So, again, if you're with that as an observer of it and not focus your attention on it and become it, you will 
really shift in living in that essence of love more and more and more. When you find that you're focusing on questioning, doubting, you stop in your tracks. That's where the pause comes in. Step out of it and choose again to be with the energy and the frequency of love and send those parts of you, the doubt, the confusion, the fear, the worry, see them love and blessings. Love and blessings, love and blessings. Oh, and what begins, yeah, and what begins to happen, those voices, because we all have them, they're all parts of us, they just become quieter because we're paying attention to them with love and not fear. You know, we're not, we're feeding them a healthy way. We're we're nurturing and nourishing them in this beautiful, you know, love bubble, if you will, instead of focusing on contraction and fear. And that's what's keeping you away from realizing the truth of what you're really longing for. Oh, thank you so much. I I will say, once you feel this uh, endless joy, Joy and 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 yes. it's first and fe- and you finally feel heaven on earth has been here all along. It's just that we haven't been able to feel it or see it. Mm-hmm. Once you yeah. open your heart and you feel and you look around and you can take in that we are already here. Heaven on earth is here, which is so big for me to realize. So thank you so much for everything you shared, and it just reinforced. In me, I guess this little inner child wants reassurance. Like, can I really yes, believe yes. now? Can I believe yes. now that we're yes, going to awaken yes. and we're going to love one another? And yes, I can believe. You know, it. You know, it's. It, I mean, it's really um, a beautiful point here, and it's sort of what we started with. How Shemaya opened up, um, sort of the foundation of today. It's continuing to anchor in that love. And when you find that, you know, that the fear is sneaking in because it, it, it's wanting, it's holding on for dear life, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, it's, it's the old, it's the ego, it's the old paradigm. But the more we anchor in that love, um, the, the fear, it's going to be like a little gnat. It's going to be like this little annoyance and just go, oh, oh, silly, just stop it. And it, and it, and it goes away. So it's like, you know, what we've been seeking or what we've been longing for is here. It's always been. Mm. We always we always look outside of ourselves, but truthfully, it is within. And when we remember that we always come back to ourselves to be anchored in that love, which is embraces all things, allows all things, trusts all things, thereby transcends all things, if that's our practice, if that's the pebble we want to drop in the consciousness pond, yes, (laughs) yes, it is going to happen, and it is, and it's right here. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Well said, both of you. Thank you for that, Barbara. Oh, thank yeah. you, Lauren. Oh, this is and, and thank you, Joanne. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Perfect. 
Yeah. Beautiful. Thank Beautiful. you. We totally feel into that. New earth is here. New earth is within us. It's in the heart. So be choosing love in every situation. Take that pause. I love that. I'm really going to work with that, especially if any anger comes up, it's better to pause and leave the room for a minute mm-hmm. and get our head clear. And so nurture this and stay anchored in love. You know, a few weeks ago, I had a very vivid dream, and it was precisely this message of being in this self-love. And I woke up mm-hmm. and I kept hearing, see how simple that is? See how it simple is right. it is. Well, it <laughs> yeah. may not always be easy, but it is simple. So thank you, Joe and Palladino, for sharing Shamaya with us today, really allowing us to feel that and for sharing the great wisdom that brought your came through as well with you. Uh, as we say goodbye today, any last words for our audience that maybe we didn't get to? So, yeah, the first piece that's actually showing up is to, for me, like I'm bowing to all of you. Namaste. This is about uplifting. So uplifting, being mm-hmm. in love, extending the love that embraces all things, allows all things, trusts all things, and thereby transcends all things. Namaste. Namaste. Beautiful words from Joanne Palladino. Namaste. Thank you. Okay. Well, with that love note in the air, we will dance our way to the cosmic heart. Namaste.
pull up out front, you see the bitch don't do When I roll 20 deep, so it's drama in the club Now that I broke a tray, everybody show me love When you sell like them and them, you can put me in goofy love With homie, ain't money change, close down, please up I see vivid in the cutting man, roll the trees up Roll that watch how I move in the stick before I play up here Been hit with a few shells, now I walk with a limp I'm a in the hood, in the lady, they ain't 50, you hot They like me, I want them to love me like they love pop But I lay in New York, the shell, they tell you I'm loco And the plan is to put the back game in the choke So I'm full of focus, man My money on my mind, I got a meal out the deal And I'm feeling the grind Now tell me, you feeling my staff, you feeling my flow My girls from where they buy and they ready to you go I'm in the world, I'm full of gold My mind got what you need, if you need to fill a bar I'm in the house, I'm in the house, I'm in the house So come give me a hug
thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, 
and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.